Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Hamilton Councillor Donna Skelly has apparently ended months of speculation saying that she's going to be seeking the Progressive Conservative nomination for the new riding of Flamborough and Glenbrook. Um, that's uh, to the surprise of not a whole lot of people, although there are some that suggested that uh, there was a promise made that she wasn't going to do that. So, so to try to get some clarity on this, we are pleased to welcome Donna Skelly, the counsel for Ward 7 of the Bill Kelly Show, to talk about this. Hi, Donna. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. Good morning. Listen, before we get into that, uh, there's, there's a meeting going on tonight. I just wanted to spend a couple of seconds talking about this because it's going to be in your area at Sackville tonight. Uh, and mm-hmm. and it's, got a, uh, it's got a lot to do with public safety because we've talked about this here on CHML about uh, a number of shootings uh, and reported shootings that have gone on. Uh, some of them have co- resulted in, in injuries, some of them not. But the fact that there's gunshot and gunplay going on in some areas has a lot of people concerned. So what are you guys doing about this tonight? Well, this has been brought to my attention, and I think that the issue is, is, is has the level of violence on Hamilton Mountain, and in the city in particular, increased, or is it a perception? <clears throat> but I can tell you in my time on, on council, and even I'd say in my time as a reporter, I don't recall uh, the number of shootings, this, this many shootings on Hamilton Mountain, and, and it seems to be uh, an increase in crime, but in, in more serious we had a, a very ugly incident involving a young man who assaulted an elderly gentleman who was coming to the aid of his neighbor. And this man was brutally beaten. And I've spent time with him and his wife talking about the incident. So in light of all of these, and then uh, um, a, uh, a constituent who owns a business who was robbed, we started thinking, what can we do? Police respond and they say, well, our hands are tied. We've only got so many police officers to investigate these incidents. But whether or not crime is up, there is a perception that it is. So I asked both of my fellow counselors on the mountain, Councillor Jackson and Whitehead, if they would be interested in joining me and, and uh, hosting a, a, a community gathering with the police to talk about it. Is it real? Just what are the facts? Are we seeing an increase in crime? Are we seeing a rise in violent crime? And what can we do to to counter this? Well, what are, you know, poli- what are police telling you about this? They they aren't saying it's it's up, but you know sometimes it's just because it's it's reported perhaps more often, or the occurrences are are closer together. But uh, they've gathered all of the statistics. Of course, they don't gather them according to Ward, but they're gathering them according to areas of the city. They will be addressing that this evening, and they'll be sharing uh, ways of, of countering this issue. Um, one of the bigger issues, which is interesting, is, is I get more complaints about speeding than I do about anything else. But I am concerned about the number of shootings. I mean, we're talking guns in the city of Hamilton on Hamilton Mountain, and I just don't recall that level of crime, that type of crime, being as uh, common as it has this past summer. All right, so, so it's going to be at Sackville tonight. What time? Sackville, uh, 6.30 until 8. And we are trying to, um, you know, what it's like when you're, you're, you've got people and they're very passionate. So we're asking people to submit questions in writing so that it isn't, you know, just manipulated by one or the other. And, and I think these things can get very emotional. So we're going to be taking questions from the audience as well as allowing the police to make their presentation. Okay, so that'll be tonight, and I'm sure we'll talk about the, the aftermath of that uh, in the days ahead uh, as uh, some of the Hamilton Mountain residents. And it's open, by the way, to residents all over the mountain, not just in Ward 7. Uh, to... And the other two counselors will be there. All right, good stuff. Thanks for this. All right, uh, now, about you abandoning Ward 7. Uh, mm-hmm. You've announced now that 
uh, to the surprise of not a whole lot of people, that you're going to be uh, the progressive conservative candidate for this new riding. Talk to us about how this came about. Well, it, trust me, it wasn't easy. I really, really love what I'm doing on council, and I think I've been pretty active, and, and I've, I'm, I'm very proud of, of the accomplishments in the ward itself and in, in pushing back on a number of the issues at City Hall and, and the status quo. When I was uh, first elected, um, I said that I wouldn't be afraid to ruffle feathers, and I think I have. And I think, uh, to in a positive way, I think that we're now actually asking questions that haven't been asked in a very long time. Um, in terms of, of the impact on, on my own constituency, I have a, a list as long as, as your arm on what I plan to do in the next, just this, this, this year uh, to January, and, and then moving forward, other things that I want to, to work towards. I have absolutely uh, no intention of sitting back and, and not uh, pushing these issues. One of the biggest issues that's coming forward, of course, is the Hamilton Waterfront Trust, and that's in October. And that is something I've got a binder that's, you know, honestly, it's about two inches thick of, of information that I'd like to, to find answers, uh, questions that I'd like to ask and some answers that I'm seeking. And, and I've mentioned that I'm working towards, and we will be building a splash pad at Bruce Park in my ward next spring. The wheels are in motion. The thing I have asked is why it's so expensive, and I'm trying to push back on the cost that staff have presented. For example, it's up to six hundred thousand. And, and we luck. we know we understand that. I mean, you've talked about this yep. on the program in the past, and those are Ward Seven issues. But maybe the greater issue that I'm hearing from people with this announcement and the speculation about this announcement is that you had made a commitment to Ward Seven, and now some people are saying, "Wait a second, why are you bailing out and running in a different riding now in the provincial election? Where's your commitment to Ward 7? I don't think I am abandoning my commitment, and I think that um, the proof will be in the pudding. I'm I'm intending on moving, you know, going through and following through it. It's in June of next year. The election is is uh, at the end, just past the end of the summer. So you're talking about October months later. I have no intention of, uh, you know, I, I will be working hard, and I think that in the end, uh, constituents have to judge me on my record, and and I'm proud of what I've done so far, and I have no intention of stopping. But uh, here's the reality. Uh, many people told me during the by-election, which you eventually won, of course, uh, when Scott Duval moved on to federal politics, uh, that you had made the commitment that you were not going to be seeking higher office again. You were going to stay at municipal politics in Ward 7. What happened? Well, we've got a criminal trial that's happening right now. We've got two trials, but one is, is a criminal trial that's just gotten underway. As I sit on council and I see some of the frustration with what's happening, whether it's our hands are tied and a number of issues uh, due to what I think are ill-thought-out policies of the provincial government, you know, I, I realize that, that we can do so much at a, at a municipal level, and you, can, you certainly can affect change, but uh, ultimately the municipality does answer to um, and is governed by the province. And the decisions that will have a greater impact on the city do come from a provincial level. So I do believe that I can, I can help the city on a greater scale at the provincial level. Was it easy? Absolutely not. And I, and I recall those conversations. And I've had a number of people say to me, don't leave because we love what you're doing on council. Um, but I've had a number of people say, look, I'm, you know, just this morning after the um, newspaper article in the Hamilton Spectator, 
I've already received emails from constituents saying, you've got my vote and where can I put a, you know, you can put a sign on my lawn. So, yes, there will be pushback. And I was, I'm not naive. I recognize that. But I certainly am not abandoning uh, the residents of Ward 7. And I've said as well, if I am unsuccessful, I don't plan on being. But if I am, I have every intention, um, like my um, counterpart, of running again and seeking office municipally. Uh, and I think it, at that point, constituents have to judge me on my track record. But isn't, and that, I will isn't, have that, isn't that trying to have your cake and eat it, too, saying I'm going to run for both elections? Yeah, I guess that I guess it is, but I think most of the councillors who've done it, you know, whether it's myself, Councillor uh, Partridge, who I will be running against in this particular riding, um, you know, Councillor, uh, any councillor who's run, who's sought uh, higher office, I believe Councillor Jackson. So there are a number, I mean, it certainly isn't precedent setting. No, and, and listen, I'm, I understand where you're coming from here, all right? And it's within the rules. I know some people take a philosophical uh, point of view on this and say, well, you shouldn't be doing this. But the law states and the rules state that if you are a municipal politician, you can run for higher office. You don't need to resign your seat. Uh, and, and although the, I'm sure you're going to hear some people saying that, uh, I'm not going there because uh, you're right. Other people have done that and, and have aspired to higher office and in some cases been successful at it. Some have tried and failed and then gone back and been reelected. Some not so lucky when, when mm-hmm. it comes to that as well. But it, it seems, uh, according to some of the emails and tweets I'm receiving today, a little self-serving to say, well, I'm going to run for both, because uh, then it questions uh, uh, your commitment to either one of them at this stage. In other words, I just want to make sure I've got a job, and I'm going to see what I can do to do this. Where's your commitment to the provincial run, and where's your commitment to the municipal run? Well, as I said, I don't know other than to suggest that you have to look at my track record. And so far, prevent, uh, municipally, I would suggest that I've done I'm very proud of it. I've, I've accomplished a great deal, in my opinion, and I have no intention of, of not working uh, very hard. And, uh, you know, tonight is a prime example of a meeting that we've never had on the mountain discussing crime. Uh, we have uh, a big announcement coming up this fall on an issue regarding accessibility that will have um, an impact right across the city. And it's generated through conversations I've had with constituents throughout my ward and throughout the city. So, again, all I can point to is um, watch and watch what I'm doing and, and base your decision, those comments, on fact in terms of whether I am uh, continuing to represent my ward, which I plan to do. But at some, at some point, though, Donna, you know, this, I mean, you've run provincially before. The, mm-hmm. the reality here is that you're going to have to start knocking on doors, and it's not your neighborhood that you're representing. You're going to another part of town to do that. How much dedication can you have towards your Ward 7 duties while you're running in another area? Well, I mean, excuse me, I think that that would ha- apply again to any person who is seeking higher office, uh, Councillor Duvall, um, Councillor Partridge, uh, Councillor Jackson. I mean, it's 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 not precedent setting, and I think they were all no, and they were criticized for it at stopped, the time right. themselves. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and 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 all I can say to that, Bill, is I I have absolutely I would never let my um, my responsibilities uh, shirk my responsibilities as a representative of of Ward Seven. I I have a, a number of things that I hope to accomplish, and I will be accomplishing those, and I will get it done. So what's the time frame now? I mean, you know, with this election coming up in June, at some point, uh, are you running for the nomination? Have you been given the nomination? What's your status right now within the party? 
I have submitted an application, and I've had my first meeting with the executive, which is is mandatory for all candidates who are seeking election. I have not yet been approved, um, but I'm I don't foresee a problem with the approval. Uh, but I will be hoping to get that approval in the, uh, very soon. And then the nomination meeting is going to be held in first week of October. How long has this been in the works? Because uh, we've been told from two of the other individuals that have expressed an interest in this riding, as, as for being the PC candidate out there, uh, Nick Lowers and Dan Sadler, that they've been told by the party executives, don't bother, that we're not going to support you if you guys end up winning this thing. It kind of sounds as if this is predetermined. Um, I would suggest no. I think that there are hard feelings, not just in this particular riding, but right across Ontario. This is going to be, for the Conservatives in particular, this is going to be a a very winnable race. And what that has done has generated tremendous um, interest from people who are seeking the nomination process. I have truly pondered this and and not made up my mind for for the very reasons that we're discussing this morning, I can tell you that I've had uh, many people say, please run for, you know, stay with Ward 7, run for mayor, stay, we love what you're doing on council. And so it hasn't been an easy decision, and it hasn't been a decision that I've made, um, you know, it was very recent. I went in for, I submitted my application, to be very honest with you, last week, and uh, my first meeting was in the earlier part of the week, so it was two weeks ago that I submitted my application, and then... Uh, on a Thursday, and then by the Tuesday, I was in for a meeting. So, and as I said, it still hasn't been approved. So, it hasn't been, I know, speculation. Um, of well, course. It's, it's more than speculation. I mean, you've been present at town hall meetings with Patrick Brown, uh, and, oh, yeah. and obviously oh, yeah. and there's, I, there's an I affiliation there. Oh, yeah. And, and regardless, I mean, I would be working for the party regardless because I think it's, it's something I believe in, and I believe that. Uh, um, that we need change. And one of the things I had done was earlier this summer just brought together a number of people after the province announced that it was going to be raising um, minimum wage. And uh, so we just had a, an impromptu uh, meeting with a number of stakeholders across the city and just to, to get to meet him. I mean, I would be working regardless behind the scenes in hopes of, of seeing a change of government. But um, I... Uh, I you know, so that that was not made up, and that was one of the things. You know, Patrick kept saying, "We need candidates like you. We want, you know, more women. Um, you're certainly a fiscal conservative. You've done a great job. We like what you're doing." So, I've been getting, you know, a push pull on both sides of this issue for months and months and months. So, but, but you know, there's a, there's a, a problem here with optics in some people's minds, though, Donna. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, this if if, if this is if if you've been the handpicked mm-hmm. candidate by the leader here. Uh, much to the chagrin of these other two individuals that wanted to seek the nomination in, in a quote-unquote democratic process. It's, it seems to be another example, and not the first one, of Patrick Brown trying to manipulate the nomination process, which is exactly what you're vilifying the government for doing. Uh, again, I would say that it, whatever happened with the other candidates, there are reasons why certain candidates are, are permitted to run and not permitted to run. Um, I am going through the process. I'm not any different than, than the process that the Liberals just went through picking their candidates. Um, there, there is huge interest right now right across Ontario. The candidates are lining up. The Liberals are struggling to find candidates. The Conservatives have people who want to run for them, and they have an obligation to ensure that the people who are running 
represent um, the strengths and the goals of, of the, the party and the party leader. I think that there is a huge problem, to be very honest with you, with nomination processes. I don't think that they work. I don't think that they're democratic. And you can, you know, you have uh, all kinds of um, groups that can manipulate the process. There's often, I, I mean, I, I remember covering the uh, Sheila Cops Tony Valeri um, nomination process, and it was pretty ugly. And there were allegations of fraud. And, and this is the kind of thing that goes on all the time. The process is flawed. But uh, and I think that you have to ensure that as a party leader and as a party that you're allowing people you want who who represent your objectives um, to to run in these processes. Well, that's, and and that's a topic, meetings. yeah, that's a discussion for another day as we go through that but process itself. But it is an itself. important discussion. Oh, well, absolutely it is. And I'm, I know we'll have that in the days and weeks ahead as we move closer to this election. Donna, we're just about out of time this time around anyway. I do appreciate you taking the time for us today, though. Have a great day. Enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. Ward 7 Councillor Donna Skelly. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.